it's Lewis Hill and Clint Gibbons. And we got a special guest today on Get Us to the Show. We're here with Dan Allaire. How you doing, Dan? I'm good. Nice to see you. It's been a minute since I've seen you. We spent like five days together, and this is the first time we're uh, we're reunited since the big northern tour. I'm, yeah. am- I'm amazed you can still stand us, Dan. <laughs> you haven't had enough of us yet? What's going on? I've had enough of a break. I was allowed to come back. All right. Allowed to come back. That says a lot. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, like uh, Dan said, we just got finished the Northern Hospitality Tour. I haven't recovered yet. I should probably go to rehab. But that's, uh, I'm kidding, of course. But, you know, Dan joined us on that tour. Now, the first leg of that tour was just you two guys because I uh, stayed home. You guys wanted to go early and party it up in uh, Chumsford for one night. I don't think those words have ever been spoken. I've spoken them often because Chelmsford is the place where angels come from. Where <laughs> angels come from? Where angels come from. Well, is that what they call them now? That's yeah. the angels. The Chelmsford angels. are Probably a couple other words we could use, but uh, we'll give them that one. Hey, yeah, if, if Chelmsford's good enough for a visit from Wafik, it's good enough for you guys. Well, that's the crazy thing, too. You guys went down. First of all, you went down a day early, and you saw a show in Chelmsford with an Ottawa comic. Yeah, it was wild. So we were driving and, and it was one of the, like, I knew he was going to be there, but I hadn't put it together. And so when we were on the road, I don't know if you know this about me, but I like to eat. So no, no. I convinced Dan to pull over and we went uh, fast. I think it was Wendy's. It's a Wendy's, yeah. But we we sat down to eat because why not, right? It's a nice leisurely trip up there. And we probably spent a good half hour, 35 minutes. And then when we got back in the car, we realized, like, shit, Wafik's in Chelmsford tonight. And so we ended up getting there just in time for the end of the show. But uh, if it wasn't for my fat ass, we would have seen a lot more of it. Yeah, it's something to drive, uh, I don't know how many kilometers, uh, 300, 400 kilometers. Oh, to Chelmsford? Yeah, yeah. it'd be closer to, uh, it's almost six. Yeah, so you drive five, 600 kilometers, and the first person you see, legit, as we pulled in to the parking lot of the venue, and you can't miss his hair, there's Wafik Nasrallah standing out front of the building. Well, I'm guessing, like, in Chelmsford, there's only one guy who looks yeah. like Wafik, <laughs> and he's only there for part-time, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I told Dan, it would have been great to be inside just to see Chelmsford reaction to Wafik taking the stage. <laughs> I would I kind of I was really jealous when I you guys posted that you were I think you posted a picture with Wafik or something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I was doing the, the the full drive to Elliott Lake the next day and I I had pure FOMO. I'm like <laughs> everybody's partying without Lewis on Lewis's trip. Nah. And I mean Wafik's such a wonderful dude all the time, right? Like he's just he's so genuine. He's always excited to see you. He was really excited to see us. <laughs> In my, my people. <laughs> he needed some backup, did he? Yeah. He had the, the, the Trumpsford Angels coming after him, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, they, were yeah. all, they were all wearing their cuts and patches, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. We were oh, the only boy. ones not giving him the side eye. And we were lucky to make it because um, I had my Jeep painted, painted by bugs of every kind, but mosquitoes probably primarily. To the point where it sounded like rain, then it sounded like ice pellets, and every now and then we'd get a cocksh, like we'd hit something huge. And when we got up the next morning and I saw the Jeep, everyone was like, oh, that happens here. But then once uh, Clint's dad and his stepmom came and looked at the Jeep, they were like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, this was something I've never seen before. Well, those, those Chumsford angels were, will sometimes ride a horse fly up in Chumsford, actually, <laughs> to overtake your vehicle, Dan. So I'm thinking that's what you hit. That may or may not be true. But you guys got there uh, full of – what you what'd you do when you got there? You, you had a beer, Dan? Tell, tell us. 
Well, that's my favorite thing of every road trip is that first sip of beer when you're on. I don't want to use the word holidays because I know that you know Clint's been defending the tour. It was as- a work trip. <laughs> God damn it! Listen, I, if it was just holidays, I wouldn't be so exhausted. Or actually, maybe that's why I'm so exhausted. Well, yeah, we we weren't. I don't think the car was parked for more than. 10 minutes and we had a jug of beer and we were just starting to live our best life. Absolutely. You had a jug? Yeah, we got this a jug. This is the first time finding out about a jug. Now yeah. I'm really jealous. <laughs> well, we didn't want to make it sound too much fun. I was at home. I went to bed early. I didn't have a drop. I was saving myself for the metropolis of Elliott Lake people. But yeah, so how how was that? You caught the end of the show, uh, Wafix? How was it? Well, it was Sean Collins was the headliner. He's he lives in the UK now, and he was uh, he's doing a little tour, and Waff was hosting with him, and uh, we caught the last ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah, I guess he's got some family up there, so uh, so he I think he orchestrated the show, which good on it. Must be nice, eh, to be able to call Yuck Yucks and say, "Hey, send me here." Well, there's a, there's also another way to do it, and that's just uh, go to your own hometown and do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Oh, whoa! Cut out the middle, man. You know I love you, yuck yucks, but uh, <laughs> Diamond, Diamond Lewis Hill needs some money sometime. Well, know? Diamond Lewis Hill did bring it in the Sioux, that's for sure. <laughs> that's it. So you guys, uh, the next day, I'm on the road and I'm driving with my my dog and my girl, and you know we're texting back and forth to find out we're gonna get there kind of at the same time, which was a huge relief to me. Yeah. Again. I explicitly told you guys no fun till I got there. And to hear that you went out and saw a comedy show and saw Wafik, I was a little upset. Oh, we haven't even mentioned that after the after the show, we went back to my dad's house and uh, my stepmother Susie, God love her, had made us fresh scones or bis- biscuits, biscuits yeah. fresh biscuits. And we had biscuits and jam and a beer. So, yeah. I mean, we're living that rock and roll like life. That, the start of it, stop number one, you find me a hotel where you arrive and you get fresh baked biscuits and a nice Coors Light. It doesn't exist in the world. It's funny. You know, when you say rock and roll, there's a lot of people listening right now. You guys are trying to describe rock and roll living with biscuits and jam. Yeah. Hey, and that's like, what, what I'm the, saying. What the hell are you talking about? I was being ironical. <laughs> Fre- fresh baked biscuits, that's rock and roll to me, boys. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, sure I'm going to be 50 this year. The Rolling Stones have had a few biscuits in their but, I mean, time, th- I'm sure. Things can be mixed. I mean, look at me right now. I'm wearing a Run DMC t-shirt and slippers. Yes. Right? You know, there's and sitting and in a rocking chair. Yes. It, it's a glorious <laughs> thing. And I, I know you guys. Drinking a Gatorade because yeah, you're dehydrated exactly. from being old. Yeah, he had to <laughs> walk up the stairs to get here. Twice. You both came up. <laughs> but I know you guys are making fun of my slippers, but I think slippers are the coolest things in the world. And I've been trying to write a joke about slippers just for the sole purpose that I could start selling them as merch. The no. sole purpose. The sole you purpose. Hear that? Well, well done. done. That was well accidental done. pun. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, so anyway, so I'm glad to hear you guys didn't have any fun till I got there. But uh, anything else to tell before we get to Elliot Lake? Well, I don't know if I know you guys did that show in Sudbury when you recorded your album, Clint. But uh, did he get to go to the doghouse and have wings and mushroom caps? Well, I, I used to take my grandmother there for lunch, actually, because she's from Azilda. Yeah, just, well, that's where you know, we were. Yeah, yeah Azilda. That, it, everyone's amazed me and Clint don't brawl because you know those those <laughs> it's, it's like the socias and the what's outsiders, you know. Yeah. But I actually grew up in Azilda. Like, oh. I, I was born in Chelmsford. Uh, I was in... And you stepped two feet west, so you were in Azilda? <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I was in kindergarten when we moved, and then I spent uh, a good 15 years in Azilda before heading back to Chelmsford. So I play, I've i got friends on both sides of the aisle, so to speak. Right. But Dan's absolutely right. Like, I was I was talking about, like, we had to get to the doghouse, and... Uh, oh, it's awesome, man. I love it, yeah. 
I had been craving, I'd never been there, but I was craving those wings for about a month. Nice. He sold it hard and it didn't disappoint. Definitely uh, glad we went. And sold it hard is the right thing because I actually I was going to pay for lunch to thank my parents for putting us up. And then I get there and I realized I forgot my wallet. So good classic old move. Classic move. Dano yeah. paid for lunch that day. Well, it's funny. Before we went on tour there, the show I did with Dan, he also forgot his wallet. So I, I bought him a couple pints that night, if you nice. remember There seems to be a theme here where one of us gets shafted every time we work <laughs> yeah, together, exactly. right? Because we're going to get to uh, Blind River in a bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys owe me a macaroni. That's all I was... <laughs> So we arrive at Elliott Lake. Now, I pull up, as I always do, to police sirens and panic. <laughs> oh, boy. We couldn't believe this. I, I pull up, and there's literally police ripping in. There's sirens. What's going on? I think, wow, they heard of the tour. Thank you for the escort. But that actually wasn't it. Now, we're staying at a, a, a lodge. We're performing and staying at a lodge, which is always a bonus because you can, you know, go yeah. to your own private bathroom. But I guess someone brought a gun to school. Well, the first thing, so Clint and I check in. And when I say check in, I use the term <laughs> loosely. <laughs> what room do you want? Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the... <laughs> Uh, I was afraid, right? It's like rock, paper, scissors, but we're, we weren't in the room for more than, I don't know, 75 seconds. And all we hear is a police officer in the hall go, I just want to talk to him to make sure everybody here is safe. And we just look at each other like, where the <laughs> fuck are we right now? Yeah, yeah. You're in Elliott Lake, man. And yeah, you didn't think Detroit or Chicago, you, th you think in Elliott Lake, you're thinking fishing and Bob Azumi, but apparently yeah, yeah. someone brought a gun to school. And the funny thing is, the person who brought the gun to school was related to the owners of the lodge we were staying at. And folks, folks, this was a BB gun. Okay, let's not let's not get out of hand. But I guess some people took some pictures, put it on the social media, because kids today don't think about a goddamn thing. And next thing you know, the police sirens are following me up to the Elliott Lake Lodge, which was uh, something else. Yeah. The, the bigger travesty was I had no shower curtain in my room. <laughs> yeah. And and I asked for one, and the guy walked in with one, and he looks at me and he goes, "You want to install it? <laughs> Do I? I'm like, am I not a am I not a guest here? Like, is this real life?" I said, "You mind doing it?" He goes, "I'll try." I'm like, "Try? It's a shower curtain." Like my, I don't have little kids anymore, but like a 10 year old could do it. There's only one response to, do you want to install it? I thought you'd never ask, yeah. you know, <laughs> no, but that's part of the lodge. So I, I think we, after that, we made the best decision we've made on the whole tour. We're like, the first thing we got to do is hit that LCBO. Mm -hmm. Well, that was necessary <laughs> from that point. And I, I just got in and I was kind of hoping you guys had got there early and already done that. So, you know, when you walk in and someone hands you one, like you like in Chumsford, Dan, well, it didn't get to happen. So we went, I hopped back in the vehicle after a seven-hour drive or whatever. I think, yeah. I think Lewis is airing grievances right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing like, welcome to Elliott Lake. Let's go for another 20-minute rip yeah, yeah. <laughs> back yeah, exactly. in Elliott Lake for a booze. I don't want to hear about your shower curtain entitled boy. Where's my beer? <laughs> in, in retrospect, we failed you. You're, you're absolutely no, right. No, no, because we got there at the same time. And I'm like, okay, let, let's go. So, uh. Well, you know, we went and uh, Clint uh, wanted to take a nap after we got back. And me and Dan, it's like, hey, we're on vacation slash work. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what this is. We'll define it. But we're going down to this dock and we're going to have ourselves a cold beer. 
And I said to Dan, you know, I get a little excited when I first get there. I'm like, how many are you bringing, Dan? And he goes, one. We have a show. And I'm like, oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> one of for- us has to be professional. <laughs> Thanks for reining it in there. The Dan. real pro took a nap. Yeah, exactly. The other one brought one beer, and then, well, you wanted to bring all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to bring all of them. But that's the thing. My room is 20 feet from the stage. I'm like, this is going to be a, a really fun night. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so, absolutely. So we had our beer. And, you know, we're just sitting down by the dock. And we, we got that magic kind of excitement going mm-hmm. on. And what does Dan Allaire say? He says to me, I can't believe this. Is that a loon? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And he goes, that's my first loon. Yeah, guys, I'm from Cornwall, Ontario, okay? <laughs> there are Well, there are loons in Cornwall, but they're not birds. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, take a picture of that, Dan. This is this is amazing. Lewis, he must have talked about three times on the way up. He's like, I hope I see a loon. Yeah. Well, there I, were three, I, I, thing, <laughs> three things I wanted to see. A loon, a bear, and a moose. I oh. thought you were going to say audience. Well, that, yeah, well, that was. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say a school lockdown because someone <laughs> brought a gun to school. Because that I, happened. I had a lot of firsts, right? Like, little did I know I was almost part of a lockdown. Never been part of one of those before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I saw my first loon. So I, in, in my mind, I was like, this is going to be a good trip. We're going to have a good night. I saw my first loon. I'm sitting on a dock on Dunlop Lake with Diamond Lewis Hill. Like, yeah. how does life get better? Your headline in the show? Ah, that was my night to headline. It was fun. We were there with uh, Leslie Lynn, and Leslie was hosting. Clint, I believe you went bullet, and I middled, and Dan. I we're going to switch it up <laughs> on this tour. But it, it's neat because we go in there, and I got to tell you, I love a lodge. You yeah. know, I've stayed at a lot of lodges, and uh, and I'm, but I am nervous about this crowd. Because sometimes a lodge crowd, you're not really sure what you're going to get. And this lodge was legit in the middle of nowhere. Legit. Yeah, yeah. Legit. Yeah, it wasn't in Elliott Lake. It was no. It was outside of Elliott Lake. There was no phone signal. That still yeah, happens that's right. today. People. That's right. So Dan couldn't communicate to anyone that he saw a loon. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating me up. <laughs> what could he do? But uh, so Leslie starts the show. And by the way, first of all, they're, they're still trying to get people in. There's people coming in. They just want to eat at the restaurant, but they don't want to go to the show. But convince them to buy a ticket. Now, those people are always interesting because they, they didn't necessarily want to buy a ticket, but they did. So, you know, when someone's phone rings and the guy keeps answering it throughout the show, <laughs> it's going to be the guy who just wanted to come to, to yeah. dinner. But that happened. And it, after the first ring, he didn't turn his ringer off. He answered his phone. I counted three times that night. Minimum. Yeah, we probably should have addressed it. Ah, but <laughs> I was too excited to be on tour. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So yeah, uh, Leslie. I, I think I heard you mumble like this. Better not fucking happen in the Sioux. I I say things sometimes. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, but it did annoy me. Like, of course. Like first time in society, and then I thought, well, technically no, he's in Elliott Lake. So. <laughs> Oh, Elliot Lake, I love you. I, I think more than the phone was the table of old ladies at the back where every time some, a, like Clint would tell a joke <laughs> and then, or no, sorry, you would tell a joke and then whatever the tagline or the topic of the joke, they would have a round table about the topic. <laughs> well, that's good. You got to have a round table. You got to like, have a committee. Can you discuss this after the show, ladies? Like we'll every have a Q&A. <laughs> every bit had them do a round table discussion about their experiences with whatever we were talking about. It was unbelievable. Yeah, because I think Leslie had a bit about autocorrect, right? And so I'm waiting to go up and... Leslie says the word autocorrect and they start talking about autocorrect. And I kind of came back to you guys because you were sitting farther off back. And I'm like, are they 
discussing autocorrect like is somebody explaining autocorrect to them right now that's how old like, yeah, one of them was that's she exactly did not know what autocorrect was and they had to explain she it she had to her. no idea what ducking autocorrect was by the way <laughs> it's just been ducking has just been removed that's from right autocorrect. the really? next ios update will uh well you write fuck it's gonna be fuck no i did that. it today just because i'm so ducking tired of that shit but anyway so clint does well this is a this is a happy crowd um i was you know, I'm I'm always nervous, like I said, with the lodge crowds. But Clint's doing well, uh, which got- was a relief because, like, I honestly didn't think that show was going to go very well. It was very chaotic in there. There was a big chasm in the middle because nobody wanted to sit at that That's enormous right. table in the front. So That's right. Like, when I went up there, it was one of those. This is gonna be a work show, right? This isn't gonna be a fun show. So, like, and I could because it was in the middle of dust right like i could still see you guys in the back of the room oh yeah and i could <laughs> i could almost see you guys exhale and that sense of relief once i started doing well right and you're like oh okay yeah this is gonna be a fun show well the audience wasn't prepared to start the show because they were given a three-minute warning <laughs> to start the show and then in 32 seconds from that three-minute warning heard you know what? Never mind. Let's just start the show. <laughs> so I think that they were, you know, sometimes you've got to train the audience and, yeah. and educate. And, you know, these people probably don't see a lot of comedy. So it kind of got a, a little bit of a hiccup off the start. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you settled them in quite nicely. Yeah. Uh, you you brought them along the journey. And then we were able to to go up there and enjoy the night. So thank yeah. you. Yes, ah. thank you. And, and you did exactly the amount of time you were supposed to do. I fell four seconds short because I was trying to hit 20 minutes right on the head. And I it's like when you're filling up with gas, eh? you want to hit the exact number. <laughs> four seconds short, but I, I did the exact uh, time as well. 20, Lewis, you were supposed to do 25. Was I supposed to do 25? Well, <laughs> it felt like 25 to some people. No. All right, I'll do the heavy lifting, I guess. Diamond Lewis Hill needs a beer, apparently. You know what? Did I do 25? Whatever, I, th- I think you did 25. Yeah. Whatever yeah, yeah. I did, I did four yeah, seconds you, you short. Did, of, you did the appropriate amount of time. Don't make Lewis do math, people. What's wrong with <laughs> Especially you? Especially weeks later. Weeks later, yeah, yeah. I drank those brain cells away. Weeks late, weeks and hundreds of Bud Lights later. Yes. But I did some I did some crowd work. Uh, that went well. I did some of my new jokes. They went well. Was Picked a, on my uncle. I picked on your uncle. Your who was, poor uncle. My poor your uncle, Larry. uncle was all smiles. Yeah. He was having the time of his life. He was. Probably sure. the oldest man in the crowd. And Because yeah. you you roasted him a little bit. I roasted him too. And then you're like, I'm going to go say hi to my Uncle Larry. I'm like, oh. And after the show, he goes say hi to Uncle Larry. I go, oh, shit, Lewis. Look who he's talking yeah, to. Yeah. We roasted Uncle Larry hard tonight. <laughs> but Uncle, Uncle Larry was smiling the whole time. Uncle Larry was smiling the whole time. And I'm so glad that he was there. Because after the show, I went up to talk to him because I didn't spot him till right before showtime. So I told him like, hey, like we're starting any minute now. I don't really have time to chat, but please stick around because I'd like to to shoot the shit with you a little bit. And I'm so glad he did because when I went over, he gave me the best compliment I've ever had post-show. Go on. He said to me, he said, I'm so glad that you came here. I'm so glad I made it because seeing you perform comedy was on my bucket list. Oh, wow. And I like it was one of those. I'm like, I don't know if he knows what a bucket list is exactly. Yeah, I was like, dear Uncle Larry, aim higher. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care because I was on cloud nine That's for the awesome. rest of the night I based mean, on that compliment. You could have been last on the bucket list. He could have did the st- skydiving and the threesomes already, Clint. Maybe it was just <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, are if, you if, saying? If one of the are few- you saying in this room that someone would rather have a threesome than see me perform comedy? 
I think that's exactly what he's that's saying. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I will say this. I think everyone in this room would rather have a threesome. Hindsight being 2020, we should have went to talk to Uncle Larry and said, look, if you seeing Clint do comedy was on your bucket list, I need to know all the other shit you've already done because these yeah, yeah, are going to yeah. be good. Yeah, yeah. See a loon. <laughs> hey, it's off my list now. That's Screw it. you guys. You've never been on someone's bucket list. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> we'll get to the Sioux show later. No, I'm kidding. But uh, no, so it, it went well. Of course, it was hot as Hades in there, too. Uh-huh. Uh, I was mm-hmm. sweating up a storm. And you know me. I love a hot room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get off the stage, and I just uh, do what I do. People, I grab two Bud Lights, and I just head straight outside. And I'm talking to some people out there. there there's one gentleman who was sitting in the back. He used to be a professional fisherman. He's from the States. Bob Azumi told him to retire here. So he did, and he was outside smoking some of that wacky tobacco, you know, and uh, one of the nicest human beings, so I just, it's nice to chat him up, and uh, once I got cooled off, came in, caught the rest of Dan's set, watched him sweat for a bit up there. Oh, boy. But uh, you murdered Dan. It was it was fun. Uh, the crowd, uh, like I said, you guys set them up real good. Uh, it was my crowd to lose, and I was able to keep them. Um, but the, the, the post-show, because sometimes you have a bit that connects hard with people in the mm-hmm. crowd and your bit about videography when you hit the videographer <laughs> in the crowd oh, I forgot a videographer couple yeah the couple yeah. but they Speaking after of- the show i could Ooh. see them talking to you and i'm like that couple may be a videography thruple and diamond lewis hills <laughs> first <laughs> online video may be born here on dunlop that, lake that was a bucket list i'm pretty sure there Clint. Yeah, they were not wrong i forgot some, about that uh, they were kind of driving hard to the hoop i felt like but that's how i feel yeah, about cause everybody because <laughs> you were chatting them up and i'm yeah. like i'll go shoot the shit with lewis and these two and like I'm pretty sure they turned their backs to me. Like they were closing the circle. They wanted no part of me. So I kind of stood there. I waited at the bar for the bartender to get me a beer. She ignored me too. So I went to the room and grabbed a beer. <laughs> you know what? You know what was really great about having your room 20 feet from the stage is uh, after my set, because I had a hamburger right before I went on. After my set, I went and flossed. And nice. Then, and then came back to enjoy the show. That's a real bonus. I, I think this needs to be in my rider every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to 20 foot. At least the space to floss after every Yes, exactly. Accommodations well, must be no more than 65 feet from the stage. <laughs> if they're serving those burgers, I got to floss. I had some chunks in there, baby. Well, the burgers were a little bit leathery, so they definitely... Uh, you needed some. You, you needed your choppers to really mm-hmm. get through that. But uh, they treated us really nice at yep. this lodge, you know, after... and Probably because Dan put up a shower curtain. But um, <laughs> did you do any other affairs we should know about? Dan? Right. Are they going to issue a T4 right, at the end I, of the year? I, I got one of the toilets to stop leaking, and uh, I just fixed one of the banisters out on the back deck, so we're good. I, I dispose of a few bodies, but no. Uh, <laughs> Can you dig this hole for us? You're a big guy. But they were really nice because we we decided, because it, it's getting very close to a full moon in Elliott Lake, yeah. nighttime off the lake. It looks magical. We're like, let's go outside for a cigar and a beer. Well, we lasted 20 seconds. Yeah, there was no well, cigar. Which it sounds like sex, but we actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the mosquitoes. They were God. the size of cats. They were the size of cats, so they got us right away. But my favorite photo of the three of us from the entire tour was in that 10 seconds of hell not acknowledging <laughs> mosquito. Or oh, Beastie Boys picture. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, that's my favorite photo of the whole trip of the three of us. But what I will always remember is how much we were just hoping that camera would go quickly. Yes, yeah. Because we couldn't swat bugs <laughs> at yeah. that Put it on point. 10 seconds and I will pose. You know me. I'll pose for as long as it takes, baby. <laughs> but yeah, that's a great picture. The, the moon is really shining behind us. And 
And then we went inside and we're like, okay, we were going to drink some beers on the thing. Is there any spot we can have a beer? And they're like, right where you are? Yeah. Sit down, stay as late as you want. Shut the door when you leave. Yeah, lock up when you leave is always a fun thing to hear. Yeah. So the three of us and, and Leslie and her uh, her beau, we sat around, we had some drinks, we shot the shit, talked about the show. And, uh, you know, I've said it before, sometimes the hang after is just so cool. It's yeah. just, it's sometimes it's as good as the show, sometimes it's better than the show. This was just fun. It was nice icing on the cake. We stayed up late. My favorite moment was, you know, Dan, I don't know if you know about Dan. Dan's a real man. Dan can open a bottle without an opener. Yeah, I thought that was cool for a bit. He was having a hard time with one of them. And beside him was a, a literally a table full of antique bottle openers. Once I ran out of bottles to open my bottles with and I started to look for another surface, that's when Diamond Lewis Hill to the rescue was like, Dan, there's a table full of openers here. Like, like literally a table full of bottles. Where were you half an hour ago? <laughs> laughing <laughs> my, my favorite part about this story is that it was late enough into the night that my memory of it is a little bit hazy so every time i remember it it's like it's happening again <laughs> yes. it's, it's just equally as funny every time well yeah i mean so i mean good first show of the tour because we've talked about this too where when you go on a, a run of shows a lot of times the first one is like a test show or mm. whatever and it's a little sus and it doesn't go well but it's, it's like getting the, the bad mojo out of the way so the, the good shows can flow. But this one was really good, and we're like, oh, what's, yeah. what's next? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even say a lot of the times, because every time you and I have gone out of town, the, yeah, the first show has not gone we've well. Ha we've had some things. So happen. we've had some doozies. So it's, it's pretty clear that Dan Allaire was the missing element to <laughs> our uh, I to am our the missing games. link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about him in the Sioux show. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes, the missing yeah. link. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't remember his name right Big now. John. Big John. Big John. Went to the same high school as me, and uh, I had no idea. But I'm glad. I'm glad we found that picture because, like, my daughter was like, "You looked really little next to you that guy." Tiny. I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah. why I wanted that photo." Because yeah. like, <laughs> this was a giant man when he was sitting in the chair. It looked like he was in, in a like he was Will Ferrell and Elf. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Sitting sitting in a joke room. Yeah. But no, that was a life-size chair. He's just a giant of yeah. a human. It's like any adult player. male sitting on a chair in a kindergarten class. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask him if he played the mountain in Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> he might have played the mountain in Game he, of Thrones. Stunt double. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the Sioux version, it's shot on high eight. And it's not, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I shot high eight. I thought you were going to say it was shot on mess. Yeah. <laughs> well, fentanyl. You know, I, so we get that one. We stay up uh, We stay up a little late. We drink a few uh, pops. We do what we do because we're on a... Uh, Work trip, if anybody's wives are listening. It's all part of the creative process. It is part of the creative process. Yeah, you tell me those CEOs don't have a drink after their hard mm -hmm. day at work when they're out of town. Well, we're the CEOs of Elliot Lake Comedy <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyone dispute it? Come at me, comedians. Come at us. <laughs> but uh, the next day, so we wake up, we get some breakfast. I buy a hoodie from the place because they treated us so nice. Mm -hmm. and I want to give a little back. Uh, we're on the road. I, I'm not even sure the restaurant was open, right? Like, I think the restaurant wasn't open. Yeah, she just made us breakfast. I walked in there and she was rubbing the sleep out of her eyes. <laughs> and I said, is there breakfast? She goes, I'll make you breakfast. Not the kitchen's open. Just, yeah. I will make you breakfast. I'm like, cool. And she did. And then, uh, but we got to go to Blind River because we're golfing with Clint's family. That was a terrible idea. So here's, here's the funny, <laughs> here's the funny thing. I order my breakfast. 
I eat it. I go shower. I put on my golf attire. <laughs> As you know, my golf attire is wonderful. But I Clark Kent, Clark Kent at her because when I came back, she was like, "Oh, hello, sir. Would you like some breakfast?" She thought I was a brand new person. <laughs> I, in fairness, those pants call <laughs> oh the attention boy. away from your face. But also, when I got home, or my my daughter sent me a text, and she was like, uh, you know, I hope you had a great time. I love Lewis's pants. Like, yes. right away, right away, the pants stole the show on uh, Friday for sure. Yeah. I like what you guys are like, did you buy these for the tour? No, I've owned yeah. these for years. <laughs> these <laughs> are my pants, diamond pants. They the real MVP. <laughs> we'll, put up, we'll put up a picture of the diamond yeah, This is going to be a multimedia episode. I feel like we've got lots of pictures to Ooh, put up to go along with this episode. We're going to do some PowerPoint, yeah. baby. Um, yeah, so we, we're going golfing with Clint's family. Yeah. It was hot as balls. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was, was it not hot as balls? Oh, yeah. And we're going to Blind River. I think it's Huron Shores or golf course i'm sure there's one golf course in blind river Huron pines i think might be pines the name of the course in yeah. deaf creek yeah. or whatever it's called I've, I've golfed there a lot with my buddy jeff abernot shout out to you jeff you're now famous um and i i told you guys it's fun this is a great course the 18th hole is gonna get you but we golfed together we played best ball we had a great day we're dying of heat stroke mm. so we need beers to survive that's just a fact that's the way it goes gotta stay hydrated yep so we're drinking beers and again this is one of those situations where we're giving it all we got in a day we gotta show that night yeah yeah <laughs> yeah hi <laughs> we were all i just remember like the we could talk more on golf if you'd like but i just remember us because there's a lot to get to before the show yeah. but i just remember us co having coffee sitting at a table like behind where we're going to perform and clint looks at the two of us we all look like death oh we're dying <laughs> he's like golf probably wasn't a good idea and like yes. you think we're dying here and it's also hot in the venue yeah so we 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 golf you don't need to hear much about golf except uh I did a good first half, and uh, Dan did a good second half, and Clint was also there. Yeah, I had a shot. <laughs> yes. You had a putt, I believe. No, I had the one tee off. We used my one little par three. Oh, I had one good shot. But then we go, we... Don't belittle my accomplishments. Here, here's the thing about touring that they don't tell you about. We, we're staying in Goulet that night. Yes. So we got nowhere to, to go. Like, we got, uh, we got a shower. We're, we've been golfing all day. We're gross. We're disgusting. Yeah, I, no one would want to see us perform in that state for sure. Yeah, no yeah like it was going to be wet wipes in the in the <laughs> sink of the venue, right? You'd look like a bunch of like uh, cyclists coming in off that. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks to Clint's family, we were we were like minutes away from getting the kid washing the carts with the pressure hose to get us clean for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, your aunt said, "Hey, why don't you come to my place, swim in the lake?" And I'm like, "Yes." All day. You had me at swim. Mm -hmm. Yes. And funny story, my friend is actually has a camp on that lake. I've swum in that lake. Your family's cottage is much nicer than my friend's cottage, and the lake is much nicer on that side. So take that, Abernauts. What's up? <laughs> but you know what I liked about your uncle? We got there, first of all. The, the place is beautiful, eh, Dan? Oh, boy. I, I can't believe it. We're going to shower it's here. Like a this, postcard. Yeah. I've, I've never had a shower this nice in my life. I don't have one this nice in my own home. But your uncle says, "Are because there's we can hear thunder rolling in." He says, "Are you going swimming?" And I said, "Yeah, I'd like to." And he goes, "I'll get my bathing suit and a beer." And I'm like, "That's how you do it around here." Yeah, he's not just sending us swimming. No, he's no. like, "No, no, I'm going to take you swimming." This northern yeah. I, I I said it a thousand times on tour. The northern hospitality tour was a cute name for me before I left. Yeah, but northern hospitality is a real thing. It's a hundred percent a real thing. 
and sometimes I, I talk to Clint about this, like living in Ottawa, I will forget because Ottawa has a tendency to be a little more bitter sometimes and a little more cold, mm -hmm. let's say. But yeah, you go up there and uh, the niceness can put you off until you remember, oh, no, no, this is just how people are here. Yeah. It, it, at first, you're like, what do they want? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, what's what's the angle? But no, they're just genuinely good people. And uh, like you said, beautiful home. And <laughs> the the only bad thing I could say about that entire time at my uh, my Uncle Mike and Aunt Lisa's house is that Lisa doesn't understand the word snack. Oh my God, <laughs> bless Lisa. Lisa, I don't use the word hero often. They don't always wear capes. But she put out a spread, baby, like a spread. Well, we get out of the lake and we're all dry and we're just sitting down and we think we're just biding time till we have a shower and get out. And we hear snacks are ready. Yeah. But, and it was done in no time because I didn't even realize she was up there preparing something. I thought she was just giving Sue the tour. Because you guys went, you were swimming, and I, as we've documented last week, am a giant suck, and I will not go into cold water. Yeah, um, what's, what's up with that, then? Northern Ontario kid who doesn't swim. I, I was I was taking all my experiences you know, in, so there was no way no. I, I can add Dewborn Lake to my list of lakes I've now been That's in. right. But you know what? Next time, we'll bring his water wings. How about that? It's not <laughs> that I can't swim. It's floaties. that I can't afford the shrinkage. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're lopsided and upside exactly. down. We don't know what's happening. <laughs> Yeah, so your your aunt puts out snacks, and they keep coming out of the oven. They keep all these hot snacks, cold snacks, cheesy yeah, crackers, snacks, salamis. I expect to go up to see a bowl of pretzels and yeah. and and maybe some cheese and crackers, right? But yeah. they, they had the crackers, they had the cheese, they had like eight different cheeses. They had cold cuts. They had uh, what was it like a all these salamis. a red beet hummus? Beet hummus. Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I, I could have eaten that with a spoon. Hot so dips, and it just it never stopped. Then the the bruschetta's coming oh. out of the oven. They got these other hot things, and I'm like. I need to not be really stuffed or I'm going to fall asleep. And also, I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to take advantage of my free meal in two hours if I don't stop eating. <laughs> That's right. Free meal. Perks of the tour. What's this free meal you guys are talking about? We'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <clears throat> so we get to do the show. And here's where we know Lewis is a little bit of a diva before the show. I get nervous. I get nervous energy. But I get there. Clint, your family's coming to the show. Wonderful. Yeah. Leslie's family's coming to the show. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. My friend Jeremy Callahan, who I haven't seen in 25 years, uh, since around grade eight, actually, um, him and his wife are sitting front row center. That's right. So your family's on the left. Leslie's family's on the right. My friend in the middle, no one else. <laughs> and I'm Ooh. hosting this one. And you know I want to do crowd work. And I'm like, when someone, Jeremy Callahan is one of the most supportive human beings in the world. He shares everything I do on social yeah. media. Whether he's in the same town or not, he, he's just very supportive. And I'm like, he's going to watch me bomb for 30 minutes. Speaking of heroes, people that share, as artists, we're trying to get our stuff out there. People who share it, they are heroes in my opinion. I, I, don't remember, I can't remember if I said this last week on the podcast or not. But if I did, it doesn't matter because it deserves to be said again. I think we've talked about it. I don't think yeah. it was on the pod. It's but the best. It's 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 worth it, the price of admission, baby. It costs you nothing and it helps us a lot. It helps us find another set of eyeballs or another set of ears. So keep that up. Well, that's Sue Today's Story. I got uh, 184 shares, by Amazing. the way. I've seen six of them. I don't know who's sharing this. I'm assuming it's Mike Zook. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, well, little inside baseball. Yeah, there, little yeah. inside baseball. Zook, Zook knows what I'm talking off. about. Zook doesn't have social media. But, but that, So that show, not only are we you know, coming off the Elliott Lake surprise great start to the yeah. tour, 
now we're looking at performing for Clint's family, Leslie's family, your buddy from grade eight, and the staff at yeah. the pier. And we were like, and so not only are we tired, now there doesn't appear to be like a, a decent crowd. Not that they're bad people. Yeah. But you know all of these people, and Leslie knows all of those people, and you want to do, you're hosting that night. I want to do And you some like crowd. to talk to the crowd, but you don't want to just start roasting Clint's family who were so nice to us all day. <laughs> Thank you. And I also don't want my buddy to go, oh, Lewis made some poor life decisions. <laughs> yeah, go back to school, dickhead. But some people came in at the 11th hour, which was really nice. Cross uh, Canada Keith, baby. But the 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 touring Canadians from Red Deer, Alberta, yeah. who were just by fluke in Blind River on a stopover before they got back on the road. Riding uh, their bikes. Leslie asked them to come to the show. And by all accounts, if I had just cycled 130K, Hell I'd be like, no. no, I'm just going to my room and I'm going to bed. Uh, but they were up for it and they sat front row and <laughs> within... I don't know, two minutes of you starting the show, Clint just leans over and he's like, isn't it funny what a, a host will do to a show? Like you, <laughs> you went around that, and they were what, six people? Six, yeah. yeah. And not one of them was left untouched by you. I had to go the whole thing. There's some, they're a physiotherapist family. Follow Cross, I think it's Cross Canada Keith yeah. Yeah. on Instagram. He, he is the dad, his, bringing his daughter and her friends out cycling across Canada Follow their, their stories on Instagram. One, one of them is the daughter's friend from London, England. So she came, right. she came over to do this cross Canada tour on a bicycle. Yes. But they were such good sports too. You know, when, like when you have and that positive energy from the audience, yeah. the crowd work worked. I could see my buddy Jeremy laughing his head off. I'm like, all right, we're going to cruise now, baby. Yeah. It definitely set the tone for that whole night because the the six of them and the other people that just kind of 11th hour showed yeah. up. I don't know if they were just late coming to the show, uh, but all of a sudden that room filled in real nice with with not the families we knew were there mm -hmm. and your buddy, and it turned into another fun show. But it, it's neat, too, because you guys were talking. You guys told me as soon as those people came in and I went and saw them and came back, you're like, Oh, you look different, Lewis. Yeah. You because you, I look like a dead man walking, and I knew I did. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm, I'm I've been roasting in the sun all day playing golf. I'm, I'm about to bomb for somebody. I haven't seen. And then people come in. I'm like, oh, let's get at them. Let's get at them, baby. I saw you. You were like uh, Bruce Banner, and then the Hulk. You know yeah, what I mean, baby. You you went from uh, you know Lewis Hill tired golfer to Diamond Lewis Hill, <laughs> and it, not not that lame smart Hulk from Infin from Endgame, right? Like you were sucks. you were Hulk, like you Man. were smashing Hulk. That was one of my favorite hosting gigs I've ever done. Actually, that was. I had so much fun, and I could see your family laughing. I could see yeah. Leslie's family laughing. Everyone, I got off the stage, and I went back uh, to the back table to sit with because uh, I, I closed that show up. Yeah, yeah. Le Leslie was going up. Yep. And uh, the waitress comes up to me. She goes, "That table over there just wanted me to let you know that you're really funny, and they hope you go back up." <laughs> so I gave him the thumbs up. I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm going back up. I'm hosting, baby." I can corroborate. I heard that whole yeah, interaction. Yeah. Which is great for the ego anyway, yeah. So, yeah, Dan, you crushed that one too. And the thing with Dan, so the, the table of cyclists that you spent probably a good 10 minutes talking to oh, off yeah. the top, right? Yeah. And like you had everybody laughing, talking to them. But there's still so much material mm -hmm. in that group to be mined. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I had five minutes. I'm like, and you guys know me. I'm not a big crowd work guy, but I'm like, oh, this is easy. I've got all these things lined up. And then this shithead goes up before me <laughs> and literally like 
the exact jokes that I'd written, which, you know, I hadn't even told him. It's not like he stole it from me. They were just great minds think alike. And I'm like, gosh, shit. But so you, you crossed off like three points that I was going to hit. And then you went out and you, you, you took it into different directions. So you still left me some on the table, but like, I don't think I've ever had a show where so much of the crowd work was pointed towards one specific table and that table was loving every second of it. And the and room the other was loving it. The other tables weren't getting bored either, right? Because they were such an engaging group. And like it, this Keith guy, I was going to say it earlier, like if you would have told me that he starred in the remake of Point Break, mm. I would have believed it. Like oh, yeah. he was Look, a handsome fella. This guy was a dreamboat. I, I am I am heterosexual. <laughs> But I had to ask myself some tough questions after that show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. If you Keith may have won- to change your Ryan Reynolds to cross Canada. Yeah, Keith exactly. your- <laughs> if Keith wanted to go, and he's a physiotherapist, if he would have put his hands on me, there might, something might have moved. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Red deer in my ass. That dude's from Southern California. He's a dreamboat. He, he, he's ripped. He's wearing his uh, his tight bike clothes. Well, that, that was the other side of it that made it fun for everyone because it wasn't like they were in their street clothes. They were still in their full-on bike gear. The only thing that they had swapped out were their clicky shoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were they looked like the Avengers walking in there. It was it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but again, so positive. And the neat thing was after the show, they told us, hey, we really needed that. Because I guess when you're cycling, yeah. you're, you're working and it's, it, there is a sense of monotony and you do need a, a mental break. Hmm. And they're like, we had no idea we needed that, but we needed that so bad. And we took a million pictures with them after and uh, we'll follow them on Insta and they're, they're wonderful. Yeah, well, Keith told me, he says, we've been on the road since uh, May 1st, I think is when May they started. May 1st, they left Vancouver. And, and this was, uh, what was the date? June 2nd? 2nd for that one. And he said... By far our favorite, our best night. Like we, we yeah. just had such a good time. Yeah. And this will give us a little juice for the next couple of days on the trip because, well, you know, they'll now they've got inside jokes about themselves yeah. that, that were created by the three of us that night that probably still live on the road because they're in Montreal uh, right about now. They're fin- right. they're finishing in Halifax. Yeah, the twenty first, I think they expected to to be done, which is just incredible. On the drive back, I looked for them and I didn't see them. They must have been taking a break somewhere or did a little off, or maybe they were already past Ottawa. I don't know. My understanding is from Elliott Lake, they went to the island and they took the ferry across at Tobermory. Okay. So I think I think they did it that way. I was looking to get a selfie, like driving by. You know what I mean? I was so excited. I was looking to get them to the show in Sturgeon Falls and triple the size of the crowd. Yeah. Wait, there was a show in Sturgeon Falls. Well, we'll get we'll get to that as well. Will we? So, <laughs> so Blind River. There's two for two. Two good shows. Yes. And I've never taken so many pictures after a show with people. Yeah, it really felt like it was a celebrity moment, right? Well, like it was your family, Leslie's family, the cyclists, yeah. your buddy Jeremy. Yeah. Like it was just everybody was there. Yeah. It was it was really cool, and uh, and two out of the three of us got a free meal. <laughs> That yeah, was, what's <laughs> oh boy. we negotiated free meals for everything. I just hit the tap. I don't wear my glasses on stage because I'm not a loser. I'm kidding. I got <laughs> Diamond Lewis still thinks he has an image to protect, which he doesn't. But uh, I just tapped. Apparently, I paid for my meal, and then I looked at it and I said, "Oh, that ain't right." Because yeah, no, you I guys caught. I looked at my bill and I said, "Oh, we're supposed to have our meals are supposed to be comped." And, and the girl looks at me. She goes, "That's not what I was told." And I was like, "Oh, that's not the right answer." That's, <laughs> That's Kurt. 
And she was a rock star all yeah, night. Yeah, she just about star. face turned. And uh, anyway, they they figured it out in the end. So well, well, I, <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. So well, we came to a compromise, which is bizarre. Let's do blind river math. <laughs> yeah. So what we were told was, well, we're going to give you half price meals. As a compromise, they weren't going to comp us, but they're like, since your buddy paid, you guys don't have to pay for your meals. Yeah. And we you're were like, welcome. That, okay. Yeah. We're three, okay. We just were like, fine. And we moved on from there. And I'm like, I'll buy you some beers in the Sioux. Well, we were, we were heading to blind, or sorry, we were heading to Goulet after. So it's like, we were trying to wrap this up because we had a long drive, yeah. you know, and uh, in the dark and, you know, it's Northern Ontario. You got the, the moths and the mosquitoes and the moose. So we just kind of wanted to get going. We stayed way later than I thought we would. But also, we didn't even really need to eat, right? Because we just had Lisa's snack, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the only reason I ordered, personally, is because it was negotiated in our contract yep. and we were going to get a free meal and we did have a little bit of a drive. So And it, and it was hot in there and we were all yeah. a little sunburned. So I was eating that meal, sweating again, going... Yeah. Did I really need this meal? <laughs> I remember telling you too, like before we ordered, I went and found a menu and I'm just like, oh man, like we've been eating crap for two days yeah. now. Like, Because no, it's a work trip. I need, <laughs> I need to eat something healthy. And then I looked at the menu and I said, holy shit, they deep fry ravioli. I'll take some of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, I, I always heard about you and your snacking, <laughs> oh, but oh. every time we stopped for gas or to pee, you came back in with... A bag of something. Oh, yeah. Look, if there was a nacho hat, he would have bought a nacho <laughs> hat. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I, I, I'm a snacker at the best of times. I've made no attempt to hide that. But on the road, man, like, usually I'm the guy driving. And the snacks are, like, I've always got snacks available because the family's usually out cold or got their AirPods in. So I need something to keep me awake. So it just, it's muscle memory. If I'm on a road trip, the more snacks I can have, the better. Well, you you lived up to your uh, yeah, exactly. And when my wife listens, most of it was carrot, celery, and ranch dressing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all I healthy stuff. Fat ranch couple, dressing, couple bruised yeah. bananas, but you yeah. you sucked it up and Some had them. Quinoa, I believe <laughs> right. I remember. I don't even know what quinoa is. I've never seen anyone take down a bag of kale raw like that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we'll go. We talked about last week the Sioux show, but without Dan. So Dan, yeah. uh, so we get to first of all, we get to Goulet that night at like. 1230 or yeah. something and we start cracking beers you you met ben <laughs> what's it like to walk into a, i'm staying at this cottage you're the owner i don't know you let's drink <laughs> yeah it was well we weren't there 60 seconds and he's handing us bud lights yeah and, but, and it was also funny too because like we talked yeah. about how friendly and how welcoming he is but we pulled in like he didn't come out to meet us right he stood in the doorway and I'm like, well, that's kind of strange. Not very friendly. But then we stepped outside and like, oh, that's why he's in the doorway. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. this, he's this ready to insane. open the door and yeah. close it right behind you. The bugs you. were back. Yeah, the bugs it was unreal. Were, those are gooligan bugs. Gooligan bugs. But to see you interact with him kind of reminded me of when I see one of my old high school buddies. Yeah, I know yeah. you guys are still tight. But within, I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour of sitting down and just shooting the breeze, I felt like I was an alma mater of your high school too. Like 100%. just yeah. such a solid guy, happy to host us, you know, and, and to hear the story from his side where it was like, 
you called to see if he had an inn at a hotel or maybe he could let us stay at his cottage. And he was like, well, where do you want to stay? Like uh, he yeah. was more than happy to, to not only accommodate us, but he was the first non-restaurant meal we had. Yes. He made us a full on Blackstone on the grill breakfast in <laughs> yeah, the morning. He did. Again, Father's Day is still coming and I still don't have a Blackstone. <laughs> <laughs> Put that out there. But yeah, so we talked about his hospitality and all that. Yeah. We love Ben Bulldog. Ben, again, thank you so much. Yep. Um, love you, buddy. And, but is there, we didn't get your side of the yeah. Sioux show. Before we get to the Sturgeon Falls, let's talk about Dan. Just give us your thoughts on the, the Sioux show and how that's. I will go back to what I wrote on my Facebook page. I feel like they're writing songs about us in the Sioux right now. Uh, definitely uh, Diamond Lewis Hill tunes. But like I hosted that night and like you, you know, you're in your head. You want to talk to the crowd. And I wanted I've been in the Sioux, right? I've been in Anguli, and so I was on Lake Superior, and I, I did some things that I thought would be relevant, so I'm trying to kind of formulate some material off that, and we walk into that room, and I know you guys already talked about Big John, but we walked in, within 60 seconds, I saw him, and I'm like, you had told me on the way in about how there are actual Bigfoot registered sightings <laughs> in Anguli, and I'm like, there's my opener That's right there. I, this guy writes his own, I did, and it killed off the top sure did. and i had them right there and i like they applauded when i told them i jumped into lake superior they want to be acknowledged you know man. and yeah. and then i talked about how we're staying in ghouli and the ghouligans were going wild oh, in the back of the true. room we signed their we, we signed, signed autographs yeah, we, for the ghouligans. <laughs> we signed the ticket yeah. but like just like I did probably five minutes off the top of just stuff that I had experienced and then with John in the room. And then I called him back out when I did my Mantown Candle bit. And it was just so much fun that when I got off stage, I was like, I can't wait for them to get up there and just annihilate this room. And the whole night was was amazing. And then when we're, again, when the guy that you roasted hard comes and takes photos with the group after... Yeah. You know that it was all in good fun. He appreciated it. Uh, and the owner's bringing us double-fisting yeah. post-show drinks. She was over the moon. Well, Becky some of us, because some of us got roped into driving. What? <laughs> hey, I, I logged at least 2,000 of the 2,100 uh, behind-the-wheel miles. I did the most valuable 35 yeah, you, kilometers. Yeah, you did. You absolutely sure did. did. But And so getting back to your opening and, and talking to the crowd, now you had a good opening. When did you realize that you missed a huge opportunity? Which one did I miss? Well, clearly you missed the opportunity, the the chance to call Big John Paul Bunyan. Oh, and for that was a, I was like, it was a crime oh. against comedy. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, I didn't leave anything on the table. Oh, right. So sometimes people, sometimes people will come and give us advice after the show. I see. So I, I blocked it out of my mind. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for bringing. I, I could tell you were you weren't clicking like, in what? while I was telling the we, story. We, we didn't talk about it the last episode because we wanted to yeah, save so, it for this. So tell the story about uh, your your comedy coaching. So the show's done. We all smash. Like everyone had a great night. That show, ultimate highlight of the trip, like from just hanging out on the lake with Ben and everyone. And then you're having your decompression beverages. I'm not driving tonight, so I'm having a few extra pops. He's, he's matching with me. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty I'm good. Trying. I don't know yeah. if I've ever done a hundred Bud Light, but I was <laughs> I was trying that night. And some lady walks up to you and she comes up to me. She goes, were you the host? And like, I'm waiting to get like a little accolade or something, yeah. you know? And, and I go, yeah. She goes, you know, you know when you called that guy Bigfoot? And I'm like, yeah. You should have <laughs> called him Paul Bunyan. 
And it's hard to, you'd be a just for laughs right now had you called him. <laughs> and I just looked at him. her a little bit perplexed and I'm like, were you in the same room as me? Like that, do you understand why I called him Bigfoot? Like there was Bigfoot sightings and, but I. I it also killed. Like, what do you want? You can't explain to somebody because then she said, I was going to yell it out, but my husband kicked me under the table and told me you can't be funnier than the comedians. So now, don't now, say it. Now he could have been saying. Believe me, you can't yeah. be funnier. <laughs> I, mean, I think that might have been it. <laughs> might have been more accurate. She but, may have read it wrong, but it is weird when you get the advice after. It's it's like, this was a lot of work. You understand? And, and like, it's just one of those, like, uh, I don't go anywhere. Even if I see a live band somewhere, I don't play music. I'm not going to walk up to the bases going, <laughs> yeah. I think your bass line on that, uh, when you guys did Superstition there, why don't you, sounded a little off. Why don't you hit the E flat? Like, yeah, exactly. well, I yeah. would never do that. And I know she had a couple of drinks in her, you could tell. But just to come up to it like a professional comedian and be like, you know, when you had the room rolling and laughter at Bigfoot, Paul Bunyan would have been better. Yeah, you could tell. Because every time she was trying to talk, it was loud. The, lo the live band's playing at this point. So you know how they, they, they'll they try to get close to your ear to talk to you? Like she was falling <laughs> nose oh. into your ear every time she did it. And I could, see, yeah, I could yeah. see you taking like a half step back every time she tried to talk to you. And then, like you did everything short of put your hand on her forehead and say, stay this far apart. And she just kept repeating, you know, and you're like, okay, that's enough. Like now you can go back. You've, you've yeah. said your piece. She just kept telling me the same story over and you've over again. You've improved my life as a comedian. Thank you. Yeah. And, and we all know that I, unlike Lewis, leave no man behind. And I try to extricate people from situations they don't want to be in. I think you just sat and enjoyed it. Well, yeah, you wouldn't let me drink that night. So. <laughs> that's my punishment. Absolutely. I'm not doing this. I, I was visiting my, you know, I brought my friend Dennis over, Dennis Gagne, one of my oldest friends. Uh, him and Ben are my oldest friends. So I was sitting with Dennis and I'm, well, we're watching this happen. And I'm just like. <laughs> Dennis is like, what's going on over there? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, Dan's Dan's getting career advice from Dan's somebody on Crowdwork. Dan's dying right now. <laughs> oh, boy. But that was, you know, hey, man, it's the show was a 100. Well, there's, yeah. there's nothing that could have brought me down. I mean, that was yeah. just a fun little moment that you assholes will never let me forget as long as I live. Of course not. Uh, but the I don't know if you talked about this last week, but when we say goodbye to Becky... Yeah. Did you talk about yeah, what she did. did before we yeah. left and yeah. brought us to the upper room and yeah. said, yeah. you're coming back and we're going to fill this place? Yeah. yeah. Like that, that's that's how you walk out of a building. And again, uh, Becky, goddamn rock star. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Give a shout out to Becky. We can't wait to come back, Becky. Yeah, yeah. Start to finish, she was a rock star. I, t I touched on last week about how she ran out to get you a coffee because oh, she wasn't happy with yeah, the coffee. Yeah, she comes they had. back and she's like, I'm not happy with the coffee. What are you taking your Tim's? I'm like, no, you don't have to do this. Yes, I do. I'm like, all right, well, I'll take a. She, she was awesome. I, she was big, awesome. Big Becky fan, big fan of Shooters Downstairs Lounge. Now, uh, the next day, uh, because of scheduling, heading back to Ottawa, you, there's a show in Sturgeon Falls. But look, I'm I'm now visiting family in the Sioux. I tell you guys, and I still feel guilty until I heard how many people were there. But <laughs> I said, I'm going to stay here. You guys, Leslie's coming back for this show. You guys can handle it. I'm going to visit my in-laws and everything else. And I got to tell you, after that Sioux show, after the, the roar I got on stage, uh, I don't really, I want a day. You know what I mean? So that's very unprofessional, but you know what I'm saying? But I sat in that hammock beside Lake Superior I put the refreshments on and had Brian Blush's guitar solos just take me away. And I just sat there reflecting all day. And skipping that show was the best decision. But how was the show, guys? Tell me about the... Uh... Well, the deluxe we had on the way to the show oh, was fantastic. Highlight. 
And I, then we got home at around midnight. So uh, I'm done talking about Sturgeon Falls. <laughs> that good, eh? If I would if I would have drove to that show five hours and then had to drive five hours back, because I think there was 11 people. 11 entire people. Which I would have performed for them 100%. I would have gave it all I had for them. But I would have, I would have been like, I should have stayed in the Sioux and, and visited my in-laws. We, we were yeah. quite happy for you, especially because the drive back, even if you would have stayed at your family's in Sudbury. Sudbury, yeah. You would have been, yeah, it, it would have taken the sheen off of the Sioux for 100%. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, comedy's mm. weird, man, because it's, it, it's such a fun job. Like, I was, and Dan will attest to this, like, I was fucking miserable. Like when we got to Sturgeon, I know I was not having fun. I was upset with the way things were. Were, were they out of gas station hot dogs? Is that what uh, happened? I, I don't <laughs> like it was a big coffee shop with 11 people and yeah. like, I'm not happy. And you know, the, the MC did her thing and it didn't go particularly well. Um, but then I got up on stage and I'm like, like all the anger melted away. Yeah. Right. Like I got the microphone in my hand. I've got people that are listening to me. It's only 11 people, but they're listening to me. I'm making them laugh. Um, and it, it goes back to the old uh, Mike McDonald's advice, right? Like, don't be pissed off at the people who showed up. And I, I think I actually said that you on did, stage. Yeah? And I'm like, it's a small crowd, but we're here. We're grateful that you came out. We're going to give you the best show possible. And I went up and my for the 20 minutes that I was on stage, I was in a good mood and I was happy. And then I put the mic down. And I was immediately pissed off again until about Mattawa. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but was Dan driving at this point? Oh, yeah. yeah. I know a way to fix anger real good. <laughs> you put a couple Bud Lights in each hand. Oh, yeah. No, we were on the... There was no beer. We didn't even eat there. I, no. We, I, I stood at the counter. I was going to get something because it was negotiated in the contract, but they just kind of ignored me for 15 minutes. Wait, wait. So, there was no beer. Did they serve alcohol? They served, it was. Okay. Yeah. Wow. We geez. didn't have any. Okay. But it was one of those scenarios where I don't even know that we were there five minutes after the show. We were in the Jeep. Right. Yeah. We were on our way home. But that's fair. That's a long drive. But it was, yeah. so it was a bizarro tour yeah. where the first show went really good, but it's the last show that, uh, I mean, Sunday night, 6 p.m. I don't know. Like there's a, you could throw a bunch of darts at a board and figure out what went wrong there, but. Diamond Lewis Hill wasn't there. Yeah. They found out. It leaked on the, it leaked <laughs> on the interwebs. That, that was my biggest fear. Cause you know what? Like it, obviously uh, the next day I'm a little uh, hung over. We stayed up a little late. You get a little bit of that anxiety, and I'm like, I don't want to miss because I don't want to let you guys down. But also, I just have this thing in my head like, we're here to see Lewis Hill. Somebody that I don't yeah. know lives there. You know what I mean? Funny like, enough, there was a couple from Cornwall who now live in North Bay who were there to see me. That's awesome. So yeah. it kind of worked itself out that way. And, and you know, if we ever – I don't think we're ever going to do Sturgeon Falls again. But, uh, you know, I, I now know there's well, people in Well, not at 6 p.m. <laughs> In the in yeah. the gi- in the giantest coffee shop of life. Here, here's what we should do: if we're gonna go back to Sturgeon Falls, we close the street between Larry and the Riv, the two chip stands with the dueling pogos, and we turn it into a fried food fest. You can get me in. You don't even have to pay me. I will hmm. go to be paid in pogos you're, and puts in. You're gonna have to burn the world's largest pick just to kill these <laughs> seagull mosquitoes. Yeah. But but here's the thing, guys. Like we've talked about this a million times while we were doing it but now afterwards how the hell do we tour again and top that i want i want to try we're gonna try you know we're definitely like, gonna try uh, arenas yes <laughs> <laughs> 11 people in an arena is probably not arena. as good yeah. as yeah. socially distancing for the next i pandemic. think the toughest part to top is the hospitality that we got because we didn't stay i mean other than the dunlop lake lodge we didn't stay in 
any establishment, right? We stayed at Clint's dad's place. Yeah. We stayed at Ben's cottage in Gooley and like that alone, right? Pontoon, right? Like you, these it's things insane. just don't happen. Yeah. So depending on where the next tour takes us, um, we're, we're going to be in the hotels, long days, yeah. just, you know, biding our time to showtime. And this could have been a different tour if we were in a hotel in the Sioux. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it could have, we could have been eating at Kelsey's and you know, yeah, like, like just waiting, watching Netflix or something like that instead of being on Lake Superior, getting morning drunk. And, and we talked about it last week about how I'm an idiot because had all things been equal and you said cottage or hotel, I would have said hotel before the tour, right? And that would have been the worst mistake I, in the world. But I yeah. knew, I knew because I know what Ben's like and I know that I know Ghoulie is magic. Yeah. Well, right. I think you said that there's bunk beds and I was all in. I'm like, yeah. I want to have my stepbrother's moment. Dan, jump on the top bunk. No, no, because had I done the top bunk, there would have been no top bunk left. As a matter of fact, the top, the bottom one would have been taken out as well. Uh, but that Saturday, from the minute we woke up to the minute we called it a night, which was early morning on Sunday, uh, was a perfect day from what we did together during the day and what we did at the show and after. What Was it perfect? Like, was it worth the $300 in data you spent listening to music yeah, on Lake Superior? Yeah, uh, yeah. So when I, got, I, I don't think I told you this. <laughs> yeah, I we, heard, we I got, heard. and I, I, so I got the music, guys, and I ended up using a playlist that I didn't have downloaded onto my phone, and then I got a <laughs> playlist three, was hot. You got to pay for a playlist cost that me, hot. Man. Cost me 300 bucks in data to uh, listen to rock music on Lake Superior. Terrific reception in Lake Superior. Yeah, worth it. <laughs> Well, listen, as comedians, we make that in a year. So don't worry about it, people. <laughs> I'll get it back come income tax time. But here's the thing. We're going back. We're going back Hells, to the yeah, Sioux. And uh, I'm ready to start planning it immediately. You know what I mean? For the fall or for the winter, a little sus. But the winter will be a different kind of tour. But maybe even next summer, we'll, we'll start planning it and uh, get those dates locked in and really crush that Sioux show again. Yeah, I, 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 it's my first tour, right? I've yep. never done uh, a tour with just fellow comedians on the road for five days or four and doing what we did, and uh, I couldn't have drawn it up any better. I mean, Sturgeon Falls aside, I, I yep. couldn't draw it up any better, and I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, and, and like mistakes were made, uh, but we're new to this, right? We're figuring out as we go along, and it's it's only going to get better. So uh, stay tuned for the next announcement. I don't know when it's going to come, but... Uh, Look, we'll look, be hitting the road again. There's a lot of people in the Sioux that couldn't make it because they had family obligations or whatever. Jesus they're, Christ, Lewis, there's more places than just the Sioux. No, but they're, <laughs> but, but they're already asking, when are you I coming don't. back? Well, when the, are you coming so back? So think about it. There was 100 and change at that show, and that's 100 plus ambassadors. Those people were all there, and they all had a good time. So that when a Triple Jack poster goes up again for the upstairs room with more space and, and the right notice, those people, if they don't come back, will tell people, yeah. go. Go to the show because we had a great time when they were here in June. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I can't wait to do it again, boys. Absolutely. Thanks for coming, Dan. Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, we will tour again soon. <laughs>